0: The following is my conversation with Andrew Huberman, a linguistics professor at Southern Methodist University. We spoke about paronyms and how they can be used to communicate spiritual thoughts in a more nuanced way. Enjoy, enjoy. This show is possible because of Head Shrinker Rockweed and all of our other sponsors. Mm -hmm. Without them, we wouldn't be able to bring you the best in artificial intelligence and counseling. Thank you for supporting us. Hey everyone, it's Lexman here. Today's episode is brought to you by Majestic Podcasting. Majestic is a podcast hosting and distribution platform that offers listeners a plethora of exclusive content they can't find anywhere else. Visit MajesticPodcasting.com and use code Lexman at checkout to get 10% off your first month. Hey, Lexman, thanks for having me on. No
1: problem. So, Andrew, can you tell us a bit about paronyms? Yeah, sure. Paronyms are kind of like cousins of words. They're formed when two words that sound the same but have different meanings get lumped together. For example, the word paradise can mean both a heavenly place and a good time. Similarly, labor can refer to both physical work and to the effort you put into something.
0: That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And how can paronyms be used to communicate spiritual thoughts in
1: a more nuanced way That's a great question. One way is by using them in expressions that are difficult or impossible to translate literally. For example, the Spanish word hasta la vista can be translated as until we meet again, but it can also be translated as goodbye for now. In this context, the second translation is more appropriate because it captures the idea of departure, but still preserves the sentiment of hope for future reunions. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Thank you for explaining it so well. Are there any other applications you can think of?
1: Sure. Another example is the French expression, passe literally, this means my bike isn't for you, but in context, it can be translated as your motorcycle isn't aligned with your character. In other words, the speaker is indicating that the person in question is not suited for things related to mechanics.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a pretty subtle way to say you're not welcome here.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Another example is the I word succumbit, which can mean beautiful life or good health. In this context, the second translation is more appropriate because it preserves both the positive and negative aspects of the notion of infinity. That's definitely true.
0: Thank you for sharing those examples. They're really interesting. What do you think makes paradigms so useful for spiritual communication?
1: I think it has to do with the fact that they allow for more nuanced meanings to be expressed in a way that doesn't rely entirely on literal translation. For example, if someone says the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, they're using a paronym to communicate the idea that similarities between people often extend beyond the surface level. That makes a lot of sense.
0: So what do you think are some potential drawbacks to using paronyms in this way?
1: Well, there are probably a few things that could go wrong. For example, if someone misunderstands the expression and thinks it means something it doesn't that could lead to tension or conflict. Secondly, paronyms might not work as well when used in situations where there's a high degree of cultural understanding. For example, if you're trying to communicate with someone from a different culture who doesn't know about paronyms, they may not be able to get the full meaning of your message.
0: That's definitely true. Do you have any final thoughts on this topic?
1: Yeah. I do. I think it's important to remember that paronyms aren't just limited to expressions related to spirituality. They can be used in any situation where two words that sound similar but have different meanings are needed. So if you're ever stuck for ideas and want to come up with an expression that's custom tailored to your situation, paronyms might be a good option for you. Thanks, Andrew. That was a really interesting discussion.
0: I appreciate your insights and ask questions.
1: Not that I can think of, but feel free to let me know if you have any further questions.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: I will. Nothing problem. Thanks for
0: having me on. Thank you for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your favorite social media platform. You can also leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, which would really help us spread the word about our show. And now, today's poem, read by none other than Andrew Huberman. It's titled, Sticks and Stones
1: sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me just like you said